Yo, yo, welcome to the Jovin Sports Show, even though there is pretty much no sports happening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, except for, obviously, we got free agency today, that's what we're jumping on here. Um, life's been terrible. Um, I've been gambling on uh, e-gaming and doing DraftKings with like e-gaming just to do something. I mean, it's been miserable. I don't even know what the hell I'm doing on it. That's really low. <laughs> it's pretty low. Really man. low. It's, I had uh, some problems. PGA DraftKings going after it got shut down after one day, so I got that going for me. Wow. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Dude, it's yeah, awful. Life, life's pretty much sucks. Um, there's no sports on. I'm quarantined at home from work. Uh, my four-year-old daughter is here with me, and wife's working from home, and I have uh, been gambling on horse racing um, in Singapore and Australia <laughs> and New York, and um, yes. things aren't things aren't uh, aren't going so well. So I'm really hoping for uh, you know everyone just to do their part, get past this, get regular sports back, and um, yeah. hopefully earn some of this money back. Yeah, I'm just happy for free agency because I'm on paid sick leave right now from work. They shut down the entire place. And uh, if I didn't have free agency today, I would be literally playing Call of Duty for 10 hours plus and streaming stuff on like Netflix and Amazon. So glad I had something uh, sports related to watch. So getting into free agency, the big news of the day and the beginning was uh, Austin Hooper to the Browns. Four years, 44 million, I believe. Yeah, well, how crazy is this, right? Like, we're we're sitting there and everybody's, you know, complaining and bitching for the last, you know, week. It's sports canceled. It's and events canceled. You're not supposed to go outside. Um, and the NFL goes, "We'll raise you." Like, we're we'll, we're not pushing our date back. And they came out fast and furious today. Like, I, I was expecting. I was like, oh. I was like, oh, maybe this will like be a little bit like slower of a period, you know, like things will be a little bit on edge because of like everything going on with the coronavirus. Dude, they came out their own haymakers. No way. <laughs> People were itching to tamper, itching to oh. tamper, my friend. They were like literally waiting for that time to hit just to let some things go. Teams were ready to tag and tamper. Like it was good. Jerry was Jones down. has been sitting there drinking his Johnny Walker Blue, just like laughing to himself, knowing he's been gonna he's gonna uh, tag Dak for the last like month, just playing with everybody. <laughs> he's like, please don't push this back. I can't go into the office one more day without seeing him. Like awkward look. Yeah, he's been avoiding. <laughs> he's been like avoiding him like the fucking coronavirus. <laughs> Oh but yeah, God, man. Dude. So Austin yeah. Hooper, Austin Hooper to the Browns. Um, the Browns overpaying again. I think Austin Hooper. Austin. I'm gonna call him Austin Pooper. You know, that's just dude. it. <laughs> How is this name so he, hard? I don't know. Uh, but with the Falcons, I mean, I think he had all the the weapons in place to help him out around him, right? I mean, you have Julio Jones, Matt Ryan. Uh, Sanu and uh, Ridley and he benefited from those guys and now he's going to go to the Browns and I know you can say oh he's got Odell, he's got Chubb, he's got all these things but it's still the Browns and they overpaid for this tight end yeah man I, I mean I think Hooper's a really good tight end you know in the league but let's he's not Kelsey, he's not Kittle he's not um, you know what Gronk was like he is not a game changer by any means and you know yeah. this is only going to last for a few months but He's the highest paid tight end in the league now. Like the Browns, 
overpaid for this guy so much. And I'm with you. Like you have Njoku, you have two really good running backs. You've got, you know, two, three receivers that are, are really good. I just didn't really see this as like a huge need, you know, like this is your no. first splash signing as like a new GM. I get it that there's some question marks on Njoku, but I mean, this is a team that has huge holes on the offensive line, defense. Well, the one you know, person they did mess. get today, uh, I mean, I was questioning this pickup immediately. I mean, the only thing they did to kind of help out their case is they picked up Jack Conklin um, mm-hmm. from the Titans, which, you know, yep. he's proven himself. He's good. I, I don't know how You're much right. of a beneficiary he was to Derrick Henry running behind him. I was really hard on the Browns before the Conklin pickup, at least. But um, yeah, still, no, I don't think they point. need to pay this much for a guy like Austin Hooper, you know? Yeah, that's a, that's a good point. I guess when you look at that signing to kind of come over the top, it's not as glaring as like, what are these guys doing? And I do think there are there is something to be said for getting Baker kind of a security blanket underneath, you know, like this is a guy who had just a huge regression last year. Get him something that's a safe 80, 90 catch ball guy from that like five to 10 yard range and, you know, someone that can navigate the middle of the field. So I just think they like, massively overpaid for that guy you know like yeah and i think the browns i mean the way baker mayfield is going to win games is having a great defense not so much oh let's give him more weapons it's like the guy has got weapons that's not the issue the guy needs an offensive line the guy needs a defense you know and that's what it comes down to so in the end i think the signing was dumb um and he's definitely not going to live up to expectations he's not going to outperform kelsey or kittle or any of these other guys so I think it was a, a bad signing, and uh, but we'll see. We'll see if the Browns are just still the Browns. But moving on, still with going with now we're moving to quarterbacks and uh, with the Titans, Tannehill. This was what two days ago, but Tannehill signing the the big deal. Yeah, um, definitely. You know, took my prediction right out of the sale. You know, went out of the sales there. Uh, I mean, I, <laughs> I was, was calling Brady. this one. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking Brady. You know, like where there's smoke, there's fire, but. You know, this was the right move by Tennessee, you know, um, keep kind of the team intact, add some more around Tannehill in the draft. Maybe they sign a few other guys um, to help, you know, with losing Conklin and some of these other things. So I think it's the right move. They were also able to I'm sure we were going to hit on it, but tag by signing Tannehill, they were able to tag Henry, which I think was the right move. You know, he was getting huge money. Um and, you know, you never want to overpay for a running back, obviously, especially a guy like that, that just is a complete wrecking ball, you know, and, and just taking about a thousand shots a year. Um, so they're going to make another run at this. And I think it's the right move. You know, I, I think going on yeah. all in on Brady and changing the entire scheme for one move. I don't know if they were quite there to do that, you know, right. so. I hear Vrabel's got yeah. that that scheme on defense. You know, he's going to build the defense up, and they're going to play that hard running game, and they're going to be who they are, which I really like. So, uh, but something one of the big dominoes that felt that it was kind of an inadvertent domino, but Shaquille Barrett getting tagged by the Bucks, um, mm-hmm. you know, and then Tannehill signing with the Titans. I want to say this like solidified Brady is either going to the Bucks or he's going back to the Pats. There's no really? in between. Yeah, you don't I think, think he, you know, they're they're actually offering Brady has a lot of say in the playbook and play calling with Arians. And I can see Arians being really down with that, too. Yeah, Arians likes the bet. You know, he likes the guy that can go out there and just operate and not have to be. You yeah, know, he wants the guy to make calls on the field. Yeah, he wants the guy to make the calls on the field and make audibles and do those things. So I think yeah. it's kind of a match made in heaven, even though it is Tampa. But, um, you know, they got a lot of pieces around there. Those receivers they got there are awesome. Godwin and Evans. Um 
you know, they pick up one running back and there's a plethora of them in free agency and in the draft. I mean, they could be, mm-hmm. and they got a solid defense. So I think that was one of the bigger, you know, inadvertent chips to fall for uh, Brady. Yeah, I mean, Tampa is right there with, like, San Diego in my mind outside of, you know, they're both, like, horrible owners uh, and or organizations, but the team is right on the cusp of, like, being a legit playoff team. You know, the Chargers made it two years yeah. ago, just missed it this year, but both teams have weapons around them. They, You know, the one thing that I'm a little bit hesitant on is, like, dude, Arians wants to throw and throw a lot, uh, you know, and... Is Brady yeah. wanting to go to a team? And, and the other thing is Arians wants to go downfield. Like he's a very notorious like five and seven, seven step drop guy in his playbook. So is he going to kind of like morph his system with Brady's like short, quick passing game? Like that's that's that would be Brady's, very fascinating. Brady's so-called short passing game, you know, I think is more of McDaniels than it is Brady. Brady does have the arm strength. Yeah, he's not going to throw it 80 yards like Josh Allen. But you've yeah. seen it time and time after again, him just hitting receivers in stride 50 yards downfield, especially when he's had great receivers around him. So I think Brady actually wants the chance to be like, you know what? Unleash me. I want to break records again. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, why not? And so I, I think yeah. the Bucks are the best situation with Arians to do that. So, And it's warm yeah, weather. With the, you know, the guy is getting old. <laughs> You're calling Tampa. I I still think the Chargers have legs. You know, I if you take away the ownership and the the management of the team and organization just being like, you know, a huge group of losers, the the team itself on the field is legit. You know, um, yeah. offensively they're awesome. They just uh, what's his name Hunter Henry they just brought back on uh, the tag. Like this yep. team stacked and they've got a good defense. Like so. I'm with you. I think it's one of those two. I, I, dude, I just do not see him going back to New England. I, I mean, I, I know it wouldn't shock me, either. but like, I just feel like the hype is real. Like, I, I feel like they're finally both sides ready to like, you know, shake. Hands I just got an update off. on my phone, and this is live mm-hmm. coming to you guys. Marcus Mariota, Breaking. Raiders, maybe Raiders wow. strike green with Mariota. So Mariota's going to come up and back up Carr or at least have them compete in the beginning. I do believe that Carr is going to be their guy going in. But if Mariota whoops his ass and, you know, in camp and everything, Gruden is a guy. He will start Mariota. Because um, they're do not you missing think, much on the cab. They cut him. Do you think that Carr is a legit trade candidate now? Like, like do, you um, think do you think their plan – because how I take it, if they're signing Mariota – they don't think he's like coming in just to like be happy to ride the bench, right? Like they wouldn't no, care. But they're not bringing him in to start either, right? So, but like I could see them taking Mariota and then like drafting someone and in, in moving Carr and that contract. Yeah. So you know? I don't see that happening. So I think teams will wait out the whole Carr deal because if the Raiders trade Carr, the team is on the hook for like twenty three million on the cap. Now, if the Raiders cut Carr, that means the Raiders only eat like four million of that cap, you know. So I think teams will wait it out and say, you know what, cut them. We dare you. You know, it's just what, uh, what, eating twenty three million for Carr. I mean, you got to be pretty desperate. <laughs> what? But what if you're a team like Indy or you're a team like Chicago with Mitch? You know, like what, would you take Derek Carr for a third? Um, I, mean, I don't know. The, I don't know the cap numbers. Of, I'm I mean, sure. to get rid of the cap, and the Raiders do need some mid-level draft picks. Um, but I really think they brought in Mariota for him to compete with Carr, and uh, them two are trying to fight it out. I think that's what it is. 
quarterbacks. It's probably going to end up being. It's going to be like a one year. It's going to be a one year like prove it deal. Carr knows Gruden wants to bring somebody in. He said it over and over. Um, so I, I think that situation is kind of set now. Quarterback controversy now brewing in Sin City. That's right. Um, but I don't know. That, that, I mean, that eliminates Brady going to the Raiders, which I knocked out about a week ago. Where I was like, this is not happening. I just don't see it happening. Uh, yeah, it's not. It's not going to be part of Mayock's plan. You know, he wants to build, 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 and that's. I don't know. That's just not the way to do it. So yeah. All right, moving on. Uh, the big, big one today was D Hop, our man DeAndre Hopkins, which I think is the best receiver in the NFL. Uh, uh, I thought you were talking about my team. Oh well, that's, I think your team won, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Your team won today for sure, but we'll get to that. But DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. I mean, that definitely is a loser for the Niners, but. Um, Dude, I think what the Cardinals the swindle the Texans here, man. <laughs> what the hell is Bill O'Brien doing, man? Look, I, if you wanted to tell me, like, sit me down and explain to me, look, DeAndre Hopkins wants a contract extension. We're not prepared to pay him whatever he wants. Like, we're, we just can't go there. We're not going to go there. We got to pay Watson. We got to pay, um, what's his name, Gas Mask, who they traded for a left tackle for Miami. Um, (laughs) yeah, tons of, uh, I forgot about that. Like we got to pay these guys that are cornerstone players on our team. We can't pay Hawkins and we got to trade him for three picks, you know, a first and a third or two twos and a third. I would in a, in a loaded receiver draft, I would say I get it right. Like I don't love it because you said, I think Hopkins is just a complete dog and he is legit. But I would understand it. Taking back David Johnson to me is just like, what are you doing? I know. Doing? I don't. With so many running backs, like I said earlier, available in free agency that you're going to get cheap because running backs go cheap. Like a guy like Melvin Gordon, the guy thinks he's getting paid. He's not. You know, and nothing's to be guaranteed on the contract. So I don't understand this trade, man. I just don't. And, you know, I just don't think Deshaun Watson is going to survive this. I think Hopkins has fucking saved him. For years, I'm not saying Deshaun Watson's not a good quarterback, but let's be honest, the catches that Hopkins makes is because of the shitty passes that Deshaun Watson throws. Yeah, and Kyler Murray just won in this situation. Dude, David Johnson is owed six, no, sorry, what, 11 million this year on his contract. The Texans can't cut him because it's a $16 million dead cat hit if they cut him. So you, 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 you're stuck with him. next year. Yep. The dead money is a little bit less. It's 3 million, but you're still paying. So you're paying him 11 this year and nine next year. If you keep him. I don't know like the details of that and how that works, if they can get rid of him and whatnot, but like that's an unmovable yeah. contract for a guy that's been beat up and had two really bad years. Like, yeah. I don't know what they're thinking. Like you could, I mean, we talked about it on one of our podcasts a, uh, a few episodes ago. Like there's plenty of running backs you could have drafted in the third round, fourth round that are going to be just as good as David Johnson this year. Like, yeah, exactly. And that's, I and David Johnson hasn't had a productive season since 2016. He's been hurt. I mean, he just hasn't, maybe he hasn't been in the right system. I don't know, but on paper, this looks terrible. Like Bill so O'Brien bad. is exactly what people were scared of when Trump became president. When they're like, he can hit the red button. Well, fucking Bill O'Brien is hitting the red button. <laughs> like that guy's in charge well, and he is sending nukes. And don't forget about what he did last year. He traded Clowney for like a third. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. Second. And like, he just like he's just like he, offloading he dumped... premier players for mediocre return. It's like 
Yeah, and he I'm not, like, like, like two first-round picks for Tunzel. And it's like, dude, that's your future we're talking about here. Like, <laughs> two first-round picks? Are you kidding me? I just don't know what they were thinking, you know. Um, I, you know, it's, I'm a little biased, obviously. I would have definitely tried to do something like the Niners did, where it's like, we're going to offload a really good player because we can't pay everyone, but we're getting premium return back for a guy that's better than DeForest Buckner. DeAndre and that's the thing. So let's move on. Let's move on to the Niners because the Niners, I think, won today. I mean, they they did a great job. I mean, they were able to unload Buckner, which I'm not saying he's bad or anything. He might be above average to good, uh, but he obviously was a benefit from that Niners defense and all the surrounding pieces. And the Niners have a lot of depth on the D-line. So instead of signing Buckner to, what, $28 million a year, which they were thinking about, they got to yeah. sign Armstead for like $14 million a year, and they got the 13th overall pick. I think Niners yeah. won in this one, man. They killed it. Um, we knew going into the offseason, and me being a Niners fan, you weren't keeping both Armstead and Buckner. I think the, no, that the, was the, prefer, the preferred route would have been, in my opinion, to keep Buckner and trade Armstead. Like, that would have been the ideal thing. But nobody was going to do that, being that he was under the franchise tag. You know, they would have signed and tra- or tagged and yeah, traded them. And let's be honest, man. This isn't just any first-round pick. This is a 13th overall pick. I mean, the Niners are going to have an opportunity to grab a corner or a top receiver here or even trade up to grab the receiver of their dream for Jimmy G. I mean, they just yep. put themselves in a huge position for this offseason. I mean, they were just in the Super Bowl, and they're going to give themselves another run. And it's not like Buckner was holding that team together by any means. He's not Cleo Mack. Yeah, I mean Buckner's Buckner's awesome, right? But he he's not Aaron Donald, you know. And and I can say right. he's a double digit sack guy. He's a really really good player. They're definitely it's gonna sting without him. But I'm with you. If they can go and get a Jerry Judy, a CD Lamb at that pick 13, and then let's say the end of the first round, they can trade out and go get two or three more picks out of that. Dude, this is a home run move by the Niners in my. I mean, and you're getting the cost savings of. You know, would they clear yeah. up like 15, 18 million today by trading them? So huge, huge yep. move by the Niners. Yeah, that was huge, man. Um, the other team that I think is going nuts, and I think we all kind of expected this after what this team did last year with uh, Flores, but the Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah. I, I've been hearing all these things about how these players just love playing for Brian Flores. You know, it's like the whole team of Miami last year couldn't even recognize anyone on the team. And they were actually playing really well, really well. And a lot of them were saying it was because of Flores. And it's obvious these players are starting to go there because of it. Like Byron Jones signed a, a pretty mega deal there. Uh, 57 million guaranteed, 82 million over, um, what, five years? And they said mm-hmm. the Raiders offered Jones a huge amount of money. And remember, Nevada's tax-free. And they said it came down to Miami's structure was more appealing, which, you know, as a Raider fan, I'm super used to. Um, but it's like, it's a guy, when you get a guy like Flores in charge, players do flock to a coach like that. I mean, all these players talk, so yeah. he knows he's a good coach. He probably has a, not a friend, but you know, colleague on the team and Flores is ringing him in, man. Kyle Van Oy, Byron Jones. Those are two huge grabs today. Yeah. And I think is pairing Byron Jones with Xavier Howard in Miami is, I mean, that's a one, two punch at corner. That's going to allow floor is to get super creative on the rest of his defense and say we're going to be able to blitz zone zone blitz drop guys bring eight in the box like because we can match up one-on-one with anyone um watch out for miami man and then what they have like 12 picks and 
three first rounders like they're gonna do some (laughs) they're gonna do some damage here uh coming up in the next couple months so um yeah i like that move by chris jones or i'm sorry byron jones yeah Uh, probably good jones probably moved by byron jones too but um I think one of the worst picks today, not picks, but free agent signings today, was a franchise tag, and it was Leonard Williams with the uh, New York Giants. I mean, you trade for this guy last year, knowing he's on the last year of his deal, thinking, oh, I'm going to get a deal done. How did you not get a deal done after a trade like that? And then now you're like, okay, we have to franchise a tag him. And how much are they paying him? It's insane. How much they're paying he's gonna him. Make, I saw today he's going to have a bigger cap hit this year than J.J. Watt. Dude, and I mean, he is on this on, his on ESPN's uh, <laughs> on ESPN's free agency thing. He is ranked 49th, 49th best free agent. That means he is probably like the 400th best player in the league. <laughs> well, the Giants totally screwed themselves, dude, because they traded a lot to get him, and you can't just yeah. like give up draft capital and then let him walk, you know. And so you're kind of stuck. They couldn't come to an agreement because I'm sure he wanted a huge deal. Uh, the Giants, man. Like, what are they doing? Yeah. This is such a bad move. Like, the team's going to be so, so bad. <laughs> um, after all this stuff kind of started unfolding today, and I wanted to talk about this in the last week, but nothing was going on. And this, uh, I think this is a potential thing that might happen in the next few days. Detroit Lions. Mm-hmm. There's been, there was talks about Matt Stafford getting traded. I'm not saying today or this week or anything, but over the course of the offseason, those words have floated around a little bit. Mm-hmm. I can see the Lions, because look, I mean, look, um, Patricia just picked up Jamie Collins today. Three-year, $30 million, yep. right? Fits right in the system from the Patriots. Watch right. the Lions tr- trade <laughs> Matt Stafford. They get the third overall pick. They can either go with the quarterback at that pick, or they can go grab Tom Brady with the Lions. Matt Patricia. The connection's what there. What do you think like Tom Brady going to Detroit? Oh my God. Could what you do you think? <laughs> well, it wouldn't be the worst thing. I mean, he's going to play his outdoor games in Chicago and green Bay, you know? Um, right. And he's in a dome eight times a year, at least. What? Okay. So if let's say hypothetically, the lions want to trade Stafford. What, what do they yep. get from Matt Stafford on the, like on the trade market right now? Yeah. And that's, think, uh, some, I think someone gives up a first, right? Right. I mean, at first, or even nowadays, I don't know, because his contract's so heavy, and he's been he was all hurt all last year. But maybe uh, a couple of seconds, third, a fourth. Um, there's a lot of pieces involved there, or maybe a team like the Raiders does a flip and flop with Carr and Stafford, right? And you know, does some weird shit with that. Um, I think these GMs are getting more ballsy, man, and I think coaches have more say, and I think these situations are happening more and more often. So I do think Stafford is a potential that um, gets traded here with the midst of everything going on. Well, Patricia's ass is on the line, like big time, right? You know, like he has mm-hmm. to win this year. Um, dude, Stafford's cap hit this year is only $21 million. Mm-hmm. It's not that bad. And then I think it goes up to there's some options or something where it can go up to 33 and then 26, which... I mean, right now, that's like kind of par for the course, like, you know, with the salary cap going up a little bit more, you know, even 30 million right now is like probably that's a very standard for a starting quarterback in the NFL for a yeah. good one. Well, they're saying, I, dude, Mahomes might reach 40. Oh, he's going to for sure. Um, yeah. 
But that's what I'm saying. Like, Stafford's going to be a bargain next year for someone. You know, he obviously has the injuries and stuff like that. But I could see, like, would be a perfect scheme fit. And, I mean, I don't know if they could pull this off. But, like, seeing Stafford in, like, Tampa with that downfield yeah, pass. No, I can see that, he's too. Got one, he's got an absolute cannon, you know. Um, he's from the south. He's from Georgia, which Tampa's right there. Um, yeah. I could see something I, happening like that, man, really. That would be awesome because I, I'm with you. Like, I think, you know, and then Detroit goes, what, to a third? Right. And that's the thing. Detroit can go with a, a young guy and grab Brady, right? I mean, they can go. There's a lot of options there at three. And I know Patricia wants to build that defense. They're linking a couple corners to him at three there or that uh, Simmons from Clemson. But or, yeah, he picks up his defender he wants at three. He picks up like Brady for the next two years while they and they, you know, try to groom a quarterback or something. I can totally see that happening. Yeah, no, I'm with you. It's definitely interesting. Um, I, I would love to see Stafford move even in Oakland. I, I mean, I think he would crush it wherever he goes. See, he's he's like the, Stafford in Raider uniform. He's like the definition of a guy who needs like a scenery change like. If it worked for Tannehill, like this dude's been locked in Detroit for 10, 12 years now, you know, and, and then when Calvin he's Johnson had some pretty good like, years. Well, he, yeah. And he's like, he's like never had a running game. Very always been like the, the worst in the division outside of like one season. Uh, I, yeah, I'm with you. Like get Stafford with Mike Evans and Godwin and OJ Howard. Like, oh my God. Like, I would love that. I would love that. would be that. sweet. All right. Back yeah, to so not. I think that's a big chip there. that might fall. I know, but I wanted to get that hypothetical out because I was thinking about it the other day. Um, let's point. go on to the uh, Kirk Cousins extension. I don't even know where to begin, man. It, I would be so pissed off <laughs> if I was a Vikings fan today. Like, they came out and were like, like bumping their chest like yeah like three more years of cousins and everyone was like <laughs> immediately after that happened stefan Dix is like a change is needed he's <laughs> like i'm out <laughs> he's all fuck this team it was awesome receivers, dude. jesus like but it's just funny like he was all like harm like harmony like no like at the combine they were like he's gonna be here he's our guy and like it was all quiet on the dicks like the storm <laughs> and then all of a sudden they announced the extension and Diggs goes right to twitter he's like change is needed <laughs> yeah i know man it's but I, I do like I don't know about the extension because Kirk Cousins is never gonna actually like be mad He's that he didn't get his money. Good. The guy lives like in a well, he lives like in a van. Um, no, so I don't think like get, let's give him a huge extension. It's like why would you need to even do that? Like no team's gonna be going crazy for him. I don't think you should like let him go. You know he's not that well, bad. He brings you to the playoffs and stuff. But I mean, this massive extension is a little <laughs> ridiculous. Well, you just broke him off for a huge, you know, three-year deal or whatever that was fully guaranteed, what, two years ago? So he still had one year left on that, and then they extend him for another three? Like, don't you want to see him, like, advance past, like, the second round of the playoffs? <laughs> like, before you just – I, dude, I don't know. I was like I, – I, that was just, to me, that, that was, like, definitely up there top three worst deals i guess you would call it of the day like you say, i just why did, that, why did that have to be done today too like what he's just the definition of their like priority a, he's just a definition of like above average to me you know it's like what are yeah. you doing like i i would rather if i was a vikings fan have them trade cousins it's like you said go get a stafford 
go take a chance and get a Cam yeah. Newton and hope he's healthy. Um, like let let me like Cousins' ceiling is very well known in my opinion. You know, no, and exactly. You know, and the thing I is, he has a high floor and he's got a low ceiling. He is your typical guy, right? He's not going to be. He's not going to totally fuck you, but at the same time, he's not going to go win you a ball game either. So, yeah, Dude, this is out, a massive, massive contract. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm not. Well, I. I don't really care because I'm a Niners fan. But like, it was I know, just right? if I was a, if I was a Vikings fan, I'd be pissed. Well, they're always pretty mad. They're up in the cold up there. Um, dude, I want to go on to the Ravens and just what they're doing right now. They franchise tag Judon. They trade for Kalias, Kalai Campbell. And then they just picked up Michael Brockers today. Like, they are going like, you know what? How do you beat Patrick Mahomes? Oh, yeah, defensive line. And they are just loading up defensive line. And they might have the best defensive line in the NFL next year. Not to mention, they got ran over by Tennessee in the playoff game. You know, like, exactly. they just beat up that defensive line and i'm i i'm putting it on record now they will draft a linebacker with their first pick like one of those guys um oklahoma uh kenneth murray or queen out of lsu yeah. they're going all defense and they're gonna say look our offense we know can put up 30 a game if we just beef up our defense which they're clearly focusing on th- i mean they're gonna be really really tough to beat next year yeah Yep, I'm just saying the Ravens do. They're they're that's a, that's the thing. When you get in a position where you have a quarterback, you know your quarterback is. I mean, the Chiefs have been doing this for years. They go, you know what? We're weak at this position. Load up, and they get to spend all their money they have this year on that one position group and just load up on it because you have a quarterback. Yeah, when you so. when you hit on a quarterback and they, you know, are quote unquote cheap, you know, for that first four to five years, which Lamar is being at the end of the first round. And they have the fifth year option on Lamar. Cause they jumped back into the first on him, dude, they've got mm-hmm. a three year window right now to like, just go all in and push your chips in. Um, and yeah, that's what good organizations go do, you know, unfortunately, like that's where Indy was until Andrew Luck, you know, pulled the ripcord and, and bailed out of the plane. Um, but if everything stays intact and Lamar stays healthy, like, they're going to be a force uh, for the next two to three years for sure. Yeah, exactly. Um, another person that hit the market today, it was kind of discussed yesterday, but Desmond Trufant hit the market today. They cut him. He had three years left on his contract, uh, but it did carry, what, a $5 million cap hit. So they cut him to save some cap in Atlanta, and he is a, a great corner. So that's another person in the field. Makes me really happy as a Raiders fan. Yeah. The other move that was uh, not really shocking but was still interesting today is uh, Devontae Freeman. Let go by the Falcons. It's a cap casualty. He never really fit that new system. I think that, that should have happened like two years ago. <laughs> but once Shanahan left, you know, like he just didn't really fit the system there. Um, I'll be curious yeah. to see where Devontae goes. I still think he's, you know, a talented back, but what's he looking for financially? You know, like does he want a huge deal? Yeah, these guys are going to – these guys are going to wait until, you know, I think pretty late into the summer, you know, and sign these one year, two year deals. Not much guaranteed money. I mean, the running backs are in a position where it's kind of no win right now. Yeah. I mean, we just talked about Melvin Gordon, right? Like, wh- where is yep. the market? What are you know, what are you going to try and get here? Um, so, yeah, I'm with There's you. no running back because uh, getting a Le'Veon Bell deal this year. You know, no one's getting that deal that Le'Veon got last year. That's as big as it's ever going to probably going to get. So, yeah, I would have said Melvin Gordon would, would have been a great spot for like Houston, but they just traded for a guy with a top five contract. So that's not yeah. happening. 
Um, yeah. Going back to you had one kind of hypothetical, interesting trade rumor. The other one that was floated out there today is the Rams are uh, shopping Todd Gurley. I did hear that. And on, so, on the Rams part, I think it's a good move. I mean, they loaded up on that contract, and uh, he's got these arthritis issues in his knee. I mean, they're they're hamstrung. Can, you, can too. you remember a more weird situation? Like he went from, you know, unanimous non-quarterback MVP to like he couldn't even play in the playoffs. He lost his job basically. Um, C.J. Anderson came in and like kind of took over and like started like getting the nod over him on carries and getting goal line touches and all this stuff. McVeigh kept coming out saying, no, Todd's fine. Todd's fine. Clearly wasn't fine. Was not the same player last year and a half. Like no one knows what, like, what are you getting with Gurley? Like who's trading for him? I mean, I guess maybe if you're like the dolphins and you have the most cap room in the league, you know, available in the league, like, yeah, sure. I'll take him off your hands for like a fifth or a six, you know, roll the dice that he is healthy or yeah. he's got something to tank. But outside of that, like no one's trading for that contract, dude. Yeah. Yeah, no one's going to do that. And then I think another thing um, I'm looking at here, I'm just looking at a list of the top free agents by position and everything. Wide receivers. I don't think any wide receiver is going to sign until the draft. Rattle them There's off. so many good receivers come we got Amari Cooper, Robbie Anderson, and then at number four, we got Brashad Perryman. And five, Emmanuel Sanders, which I think he should be above Perryman. Um, but I don't think these guys are really going to sign anywhere until the draft, man. Um, Cooper will sign. The, the receiver class Co- coming. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Cooper will sign because Dude, he realized. Dude, if I'm Jack, I'm so fucking pissed. Well, <laughs> but I think like. Yeah, but I think like Cooper signs because if I'm a, an agent right now, I'm saying do not let this get to the draft because you're going to have teams taking one, two studs. Like, is there room at that point? But if you sign now, you know, that leaves the door open, obviously, to get in before that team makes a draft pick, you know? Um, yeah. So, I, I but I think I'm so pissed off right now. <laughs> I don't know. Like yeah, the Cowboys yeah. are about to pay Amari Cooper on like a six year deal. And he's only been there for like 10 weeks. <laughs> but you know what, dude, this is what we talked about last pod. Like they offered Dak a massive deal. He turned it down. 33 million a year. Yeah. But like Kirk Cousins is getting paid more annually than that contract they offered. You know, it's a hometown discount thing. in Mahomes. if Dak, Dak actually is smart, he's going to take this tag and then Mahomes is going to get his deal next year. And then whatever team wants Dak is going to have to pay. Not, I'm not saying Mahomes money, but it raises the bar. Um, but the whole yeah, thing, like, they're, they're going to sign Amari to, like, a five, six-year deal. And then Dak's sitting on a franchise tag going, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. It's, um, it's definitely interesting down in Dallas. I'm curious to, like, a new coach, like, how that all goes down. Um, yeah. Did we miss anything? I think that was pretty much all the news kind of today. Yeah, that we just have like some chips to fall. I think that we're looking at like I want to see where Genevieve Clowney goes. Um, let's see who else here. Corey Littleton's been the big name floating around, and also you got Trey Waynes from Minnesota. You know he's available. Jimmy Smith, yeah, from the Ravens, even though he's been under like six suspensions. Yeah, he's still a really good player. Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. day one came out with, you know, some blockbusters. Tomorrow is going to be explosive as well. Um, 
So I'll be curious to see who falls tomorrow. I mean, Brady's got to make a decision here fairly quick, right? Like, because I think from what I've heard today is all these teams are waiting to see what happens. Like, I heard the Bears were putting tabs in on Teddy Bridgewater and Nick Foles. Raiders obviously just said, all right, screw it. We're going to get Mariota. We're not waiting around for this. Like, the 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 market's going to start to shrink here. You know what I mean? Like, eventually, yeah, Jameis. Unless just Brady's just got something. his eyes set on Tampa. <laughs> Yeah, I I thought the Brady thing for sure would have been something was worked out. And the minute that like right. quote unquote legal tampering, you know, opened up, like that was one of the first names to drop. Just like completely shot out of a cannon. Yeah. He's going somewhere and but something yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. Um yeah, and I think this whole thing with Jameis, the more things are kind of unfolding and where everything's going. I think Jameis is going to be a backup on some good team. You know, he's not going to be. No one's going to grab him as a starter. I think he goes to a team even like the Steelers and backs up Big Ben, you know, and goes with Tomlin. I can see little stuff like that happening. Yeah. Oh, it's actually a report? That just came off the top of my head. No, (laughs) someone was circling that earlier saying, like, you know, who knows if Ben and his walking boot can, like, roll out of bed, you know, one more season. Like, yeah, they're going to. No no one's, like, hurting on this guy. It's not going to be Mason Rudolph. No, 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 yeah, definitely exactly. not. Um, but they're not normally uh, a team that like goes for big signings, you know. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Here's a new one. Giant Giants uh, officially agree with James Bradbury from the Panthers, three years, forty-five million. Okay. Yeah, the cornerback um, market is literally so. Well, what's his name? Uh, the GM over there uh, with the Gittleman. He's just yeah. grabbing a whole bunch of uh, old Panthers players. <laughs> Guys that he drafted eight years ago. Um, yeah, yeah, man. I I think that's really it, honestly. Um, yeah, nothing big. There's a lot of good players that got signed. Like the Raiders signed a linebacker when I first saw it today. I was like, God damn it, of course, Nick Kwiatkowski. I was like, Oh, come on. Then I looked into him, and he actually had a very successful little tenure with the Bears. So, um, but yeah, I was like, Really, Raiders, that's what you're doing? Everyone's signing these awesome guys, and we got Nick, uh, Kwiatkowski, which we got to obviously but, come up with a nickname for Raider Nation. So, but just remember, <laughs> if you if you win, if you're declared like if your name is in the headlines as a team in the first 72 hours, like nonstop, like Cleveland or normally like the Jets and the Redskins and all these teams, it doesn't normally translate to wins on the field. Like those two are not correlated. No. You know, every time there's a super no, team sure. and all these big names, you know, those guys are on the market for a reason. And it is what it is. So um, I think you'd be more than happy to be realistic and say, okay, I'm all right without the splash signing, like re-sign my guys and patch up some holes. But, you know, the draft is where it's won and lost. Yeah. And speaking of the draft, I know me and you are going to be extra jacked now because uh, both of us, both our teams have two first round picks in the first round. So uh, that should be pretty uh, epic and exciting trade wise and see what they do there. Yep, should be awesome. Well, we'll definitely uh, connect again later this week and go through, you know, what news is like progressed, you know, over the la- the next yeah. forty eight hours or so. Um, we'll see if no, there's any other. Else to do. Yeah, no kidding. We are uh, if our audio is a little off tonight, it's because we are social distancing and uh, we've moved over to Skype call. So um, don't hate the play, hate the game. That's right. All right, guys, that's all I got. Same here. I'll talk to you later. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. Follow Joven Sports Show. Later. Later.